I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hooray! Welcome to Rugby Jubbly. Oh my God, um, is that a start? You were reading something. Well, look, I'm just trying to put some energy into Hooray. it. I've had a very late night. Um, have you had a late night, Dan? No, I had a. I was asleep at ten o'clock. But I've got a six-month-old, so I've got to be up at like six o'clock in the morning. So yeah, yeah I can't afford the late nights. I can't. I just can't justify. It's, it destroys me. So early to bed, early to rise. Yeah, so I was going to get up and sort of try and organise my thoughts. There was just too much rugby to watch, you see. I, I know, there's, I agree there's with that. Heineken Champions Cup. I don't even know what to call it anymore. It was European Champions Cup. H Heineken Cup. Cup. Now it's Heineken Champions Cup. I do, I, we've it's got European to sort Cup, out a definite it? name. No, but European... Well, so hardly anybody calls it European Cup, it seems to me, or European Champions Cup. But that's... Well, that, whenever they advertise it on BC Sports, it's coming up and European rugby. European rugby coming up next weekend. I suppose so, but that's I... That's my Craig Doyle impression. But what, what he's, a, he's a good presenter, isn't he? And deceptively older than he coming looks. Coming up there. Craig um, he's going to well, subtly I remember age, when he Craig did the Doyle. travel show with um, uh, Judith Chalmers back in... Um, Whenever that was on, he he, he oh, was a roving reporter. He was God. good then, and then he did Everest Windows, and now he's doing he's helming BT Sport. He's very good, but, actually, isn't he? He's very good. I think that's, he's excellent. You know, before we get onto the European rugby, can we quickly talk about the women's Six Nations? We can, yeah, we don't have to quickly talk about it. I, I didn't see any of it because I have a six-month-old, and time is precious. And uh, you, so, and you chose, you know, but you put men's rugby before women's rugby when actually I put that. I put before I put. I just watched any rugby I could just uh, that drifted through my transom. Okay, that's what I had to do. Can I just say, England, England, Scotland? There, there is a problem in women's rugby in terms of there does. I mean, I, I, I'm only just getting into it, as I said, and so. You know, watching England, Scotland, there is a big disparity between in the Six Nations. Um, I think Italy, they say Italy will be a bigger challenge than Scotland next week for the England women. Um, they they beat Scotland fifty two ten. I did, maybe they've got some money in it. I mean, you know, so so England beat Scotland fifty two ten. Didn't play that brilliantly. Player of the match again, Poppy Cleal. You've got Poppy Cleal is an absolute force of nature. She is fantastic, and Bryony Cleal. I've met both of them. I just want to point out. I know um, you mentioned it last week. I know you online, don't remember what you say. Online, I've week. met both of them. Bryony Poppy Cleal, just superb. Just a, such a dominant player. It, it is a little watching her play is a little bit like you know when you're younger and playing, and there's that there's that boy that just manages to get through about six tackles. It, she, it, yeah. but it's not that she is just much bigger than. Not of other players she isn't she's just she's just enormously skillful. skillful loads of tackles and her sister her twin sister who has been beset by injury i mean there's a movie in these two i think yeah somebody has to make a movie just called i will make it in about three years just called cleal you should write um, it pop because poppy has had great career i don't know i think about 40 caps 38 40 caps bryony won her second cap on saturday Two years apart from her first cap, totally through injury. And also she is the yeah. player who had five years out from 17 to 22 with knee problems. But she's brilliant. She's really, really good. But I she, think this she, is it with twins, as we were saying before. Like if you've got uh, twins, like they, they are, they're always a cut. They seem to be a cut above like uh, other players because they've mm. always got the other side. They've always got their twin to compete with. So they're always trying to just, just get that little bit better. I think the Curry brothers have done so well. But you've got to say, though, with Bryony, 
with the injuries she had, I'd have gone, well, I'll compete with my sister at something else. Do you know what I mean? But she keeps coming back yeah, but, through love yeah. of the game. I honestly think Bryony, Bryony, Poppy Cleal is the star. Obviously, she's 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 a great player. At the but, moment. Bri- yeah, at the moment. Bryony could, you know, Bryony is, a, is they, they just... Her. She played really well. I just I was they? watching her thinking, so this is a player that gets injured all the time. And again, it hits that thing. I know we've spoken about it so many times that I'm so obsessed by is how when you've had those injuries, you psychologically keep going when you've had such massive injury mm. problems like Bryony Cleal has and keeps on hitting. I mean, she really is a tough player. She keeps on hitting people. But I guess it's, it's, it, it, depends on, it depends on um, how the injury was uh, came about. Like, so if it were just... Because they were just freak injuries, they just happened. You know, that she just happened to get injured. It's not fun. It's not fundamentally something wrong with her body. Yes, you know but I mean? once you've had so something happen, I think you can just keep coming back from those. If there was something fundamentally wrong, you know, where you just go, "Well, you're never really going to recover from this," then that would be psychologically much harder to deal with. I don't know what the injury was over the past two yeah, years, but, but if probably you love knees the game and hips. I, I totally going- get it. I totally get it. Oh no, I'm I'm just amazed by her. I th- I think she's mm. unbelievable, and I yeah I th- I'm going to make the movie just called Cleal. Um, All right, or Poppy and Brian. I'm going to write that down. Sisters. I'm going to write the date. <laughs> <laughs> I can play the coach like um, Sam Musabima. Musabima. <laughs> Lisa Beanie, <laughs> like from Chariots of Fire. I can <laughs> give you two and more I can, yards. I can I can be I can be Brian's uh, rehab coach. Yes. Getting her back, getting her back. Oh, I look forward to that role. Rugby, please. (laughs) England uh, beat Scotland 52-10, women's six nations. Good game. England didn't play brilliantly at one, but their discipline went a bit. One time they went down to 13. But Scotland got a red. Molly Wright got a red card towards the end. And she tackled high. She did tackle high. She hit her with her shoulder. She will high as in shoulder to the head. It was on. It was a yellow though because okay. her arm. Surely, am I being an idiot here? She didn't just go slamming the shoulder. Low. Her arm was coming round as she tackled. It was a high tackle. She hits her with the shoulder, right. but she didn't. But the arm was wrapping round. Is that not? But where did the Where yellow? did the shoulder hit? Where it did, did the hit the hit? head. But is it not mitigation if the arm's wrapping round? No, on a, I don't think it is. I think if you make direct contact with the. Uh, with the shoulder to the head, regardless of you trying to wrap, it's red. Letter of yeah. the law. Yeah. Like if well, you if you had gone if you'd gone slightly lower, like shoulder to shoulder, and you hadn't wrapped your arm, that would probably be a yellow card. But if you'd have gone shoulder to shoulder and wrapped, it would probably just have been a penalty. Right. But but shoulder to head is 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 straight red. Regardless of um, wrapped no, really. arm, or I not. thought I thought if your arm was obviously wrapping round as well in the thing, no, it, not it if you wasn't... go to the head, how? Because they're, they're just not—they're trying to outlaw that completely from the game. It's, again, it was another orange card, wasn't it? We would—we I mean, <laughs> brought, brought in the orange or the amber card. Everybody would be getting them, I think. Very no, few. I don't agree. Because as I said, I I'll even talk. I'll even talk. You know, I, I even will argue an eye gouging instance. What, what is the just orange card thing again? That we know that you're a nice person and you didn't mean it. <laughs> yes, the orange card is you're not a bad person, but you've made a big yeah. mistake. And that's right. You've made I think an error. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe that's very much my psychological approach because I don't see myself as a bad person, but I do think I've made a lot of mistakes in life. I'm trying so to think in the same situation who who would have been who would have been who would have been a red card and who would have been an orange card. So so someone like um Ben Young seems like a nice fella. Yes. So you'd go, Oh, I think you're just an orange card, but Owen Farrell has got a bit of an edge to him. So I think you go, no, you're red, I'm afraid. No, you see, I people, don't know. People that's appreciate the-, the way you play, but your personality is a little bit rough around the edges. So you're off, mate. Yeah, I suppose this, well, I don't think there's – I'm not the one who thinks there's many really nasty pieces of work in rugby. I think no. most of them are French. Um, that's yeah. what, Talk <laughs> about that's Danny, Gruc- Danny Grucock, someone like that would have, would have yeah. been. Yeah. I mean, he, was he was you know, a bit of a, you know. The munch, yeah, he was a bit mad. But I anyway. think Danny Grucock, by all accounts, was like, they said he was the most aggressive person anyone ever played with. Anyway, um, 
Sorry, I'm just <laughs> okay. No, but uh, no, but it is. It's whether you had malice. I don't. I think there's hardly any malice in malice. lots of rugby things now. I don't think anybody's going out to injure I think someone. Every That's contact why, is malice. I, I think don't, every every should, hit oh, is malice. An absolute red. An absolute red was that was that Carreras Newcastle player who did get masses for it with the eye gouge, where he literally looked and went for this yeah, guy's yeah, eyes. Yeah, that was that weird. shocked. I mean, I don't know if I'm being super innocent but here. He got banned for nine weeks for that. Yeah, but that shocked the hell out of me because I went, "Why are you I doing know. what is it?" But that's just a, I'm going to wind you up. I'm going to go for your eyes. No, but it's not even th- wind you up, though, is it? You are you are deliberately scraping your uh, your hands across someone's eyes. Yeah, and but that it, is. No, but it is it, it's a psychological move to wind someone up. It's hoping to get that he, maybe the other player punches him in the face or gets really angry. I don't think I, he really I, goes. Yeah, I'm going to damage this guy's eyesight for and, life. And fair play. Is it Josh Bennett? Josh, Josh Bassett, Bassett, the wearer of the wasp's wing, yeah. who didn't react at all, but just looked at the ref and went, "What? Yeah. Did you see that?" And they did. They called it on camera, and he got banned. And uh, but the thing is, you know, you you do something like that, your name your name becomes mud within the game. Mm. You know, like all the commentators and everybody that was talking about that said, it's just absolutely outrageous that you that you would do that to, to a player. Did you ever see that um, European game? I don't know, Leicester versus Wasps, the European final, and Joe Worsley had obviously done something to kneel back earlier in the game. And mm. Neil Back was just jogging behind Joe Worsley like that. Like mm. to, and, and it was off the ball, the game had stopped. And he just went up behind Joe Worsley and just went round, round and just went <laughs> and just clunked him around <laughs> the face. And he just like he and he obviously he was sent off. I think he was he was he was God. a bit hot headed, wasn't he, Neil Back? He got banned for ages for pushing a ref. Really? Oh yeah. There's you know, it's been going on for years, obviously. Well, yeah, those but it's those are very rare. That's the thing; they are very rare, and they're very. But but it is still shocking. That, so we're getting sidelined again. I just want to mention again yeah, for the yeah. women's thing. It, another reason of watching Women's Six Nation is a little bit of payback. If you're an England fan or anybody who is a bit jealous of Wales, they lost fifty three nil to France. Let's fifty three nil. I'm going to get a t-shirt made with that score on it. Um, fifty three. I mean fifty three nil. Just okay. You know, but let's let's let, there, there is mitigation here because France pretty much fully professional uh, women's yeah. side and Wales are not. Exactly. And, it, and, and that's just, it's not, it's, it's completely uncompetitive. But it's the point. What's the I'm point of it? I'm just enjoying it. I just needed some, I'm just feeling bitter and fed up Good. by it's like, everything. It's like running moment. out against the under 10s and going, did you see we absolutely <laughs> smashed them 100 nil? Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, Brilliant. I know, I know. Anyway, um, should we get on to... Uh, uh, now, the European Challenge Cup, I've got to admit, I saw none of them at all because it just isn't that important. Yeah, I, I didn't didn't, uh, didn't Harlequins put did. out a massively understrength team and get smashed by Ulster? Yes, yeah. they did. So they, they did. don't That's care. Right. That's I, the I think truth. they are completely all in for the, uh, uh, the, the league, aren't they? Exactly. Queens. So they really, it, does anybody really care about the Challenge Cup? You know, Bristol won it last year. No one really cares. It, it's good for the fans. Uh, well, this is what know, Saris could, are going to be doing. If, if they get back to the Premiership, Saris are going to be Challenge Cup next year because they won't be able to qualify for Heineken Cup for a couple of years. And no but, doubt you'll go down there and you'll watch it. I will, yeah, but then I'm a hardcore exactly. fan. Yeah, you're <laughs> a hardcore Saris fan. I don't need to be attracted exactly. to the game. But yeah, but I just think it's yeah, it's anyway. So Challenge Cup, well done, everybody who won on that. Not necessarily. Um, it's not necessarily a. I mean, it's very much like if you have if you have um, Challenge Cup rugby on the same weekend as Heineken Cup rugby, it's very much a bit of after the Lord Mayor's show, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's it's like it's kind of it's. I mean, a second tier European rugby. It's hard to get up for. But did you watch any of the the H Cup? games the Heineken Cup games games. yes I did I I was so did you you see Wasps Clermont Auvergne I listened to Wasps Clermont on the radio for a little bit (laughs) and then um, then the wireless what what, what radio was that on was that on 5 Live was it 5 Live Sport or something well do you know you know you can get digital radio now how yes (laughs) (laughs) okay no but I'm I'm interested because you can listen to any game you want on digital radio, yeah, like so. So, I seriously, uh, this it, is it a revelation on, to me because I didn't know that no, at all. No, if you go on the BT, like if you went, if you went, if you went on the uh, the BBC Sports website, or, or maybe not even the BBC, but if you just typed in any rugby match, Leicester, whatever, 
and it wasn't being shown on the BBC main channels or any of the rest of it, there would be there would be a local radio station somewhere that will be commentating on that game. Any sort of Premier League game, you can listen to any of them through local radio and you just attach your phone to your car and yeah, play, yeah, it of through, course. play it through that. Oh, my but God. The Wasp Claremont game was on um, BBC Five Live Sports Extra. So I was listening to it on that in the morning. Oh, it was absolutely, wasps absolutely for being rubbish for weeks and weeks and weeks and getting smashed. Suddenly well, they're was back. back. Absolutely. But Dan Robson was brilliant. Uh, A dog woo played well. A dog woo had a beautiful try that should have been, that just had his foot toe in touch. Maybe that's another law Mm. change. (laughs) If it's a toe in touch. Extend the pitch. If it's a toe in touch, but a beautiful try. I don't know. That should be mitigation. Um, also, Minotzi. Oh, this Minotzi. Um, it was Minotzi. Yeah, yeah Minotzi, the, the, the fullback. Possibly well, you know try of the season this. and drops it over the line. My well, this Lord, is the lack my- of Italian confidence. This no, is well, what happens when you get smashed in the Six Nations. Your national team gets smashed for 30 games in a row. You just start to look. It, it breeds lack of confidence and self-doubt throughout the the whole of your national uh, rugby playing community, which is well, why it's dropping balls over the line. Massive generalisation. but change? Do you know what cheered me up about this? They were talking about it, and, and I think it was Lawrence Delalio said, just keep it close to you, fall over the line. You know, if you wind yourself, wind yourself. And, it, and I, that reminded me of going, because I hadn't played rugby for so long, going, oh, God, I was always really embarrassed how much I winded myself. I know I spoke about this in the other week on podcast. I always used to win myself scoring tries. I would often, you know, and I'd always Can't be embarrassed. Going, oh, okay, guys, thanks, guys. <sighs> thanks. Um, because I, you know, dive out, keep it close to you. No, it, it hits you right in the, the, you know, the chest there. And then, you, and then you'd, need, uh, you'd need a couple of moments. Just a couple you know, of, just, just that just embarrassment. A bit of space, guys, because I've sacrificed myself a little bit scoring this try. Exactly. No, but isn't, and, but isn't that yeah. lovely? It reminded me, Lawrence Delalio, that it's okay. I didn't need to be embarrassed. He also <laughs> winded himself scoring tries. And everybody does it. Anyway. With, if my law change had come in, that you just have to, he was. I think he controlled the ball over the line. So in my book, it was a try because was it's he in being my book. tackled over the line? Is that what no. happened? No, he was just going to was put it a, down. But he'd he walked. He just, he just, it was madness. It was Burns. such a brilliant. Uh, it was such a good try. And to again, I'm so fed up with these going back and going he Why didn't ground it. Why was it such it, a good try? Because I, I couldn't, you can't really picture it on the radio. Well, he just, he, he just, he, he, he dodged through some people. He dipped it. He, he, I can't, I, I can't remember exactly. Maybe two or three people. He For just, some reason, he took I thought a really it was good interception, line. but it wasn't. No, it wasn't no. He took a really good line, dodging through a couple of tackles, then chipped it over the top, then collected it, then went over the line and dropped it. Oh, just going you probably couldn't just... believe that he was in that position. Do you know what I mean? Because he's Italian. Like, oh my God, this is Claremont. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but they did, but Wasps were so fantastic and I was really thinking they can win this. Oh, by the way, they've got a new um, centre. Well, he's probably not a new centre. Um, Michael Le Bourgeois. Isn't that a great name? Very nice. You know, where, you know where he's from? How are you? This is my brother, Sydney Harbour Bridge. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, a li- well, I was thinking a lifetime of bullying, but actually he was Jersey. And I had a friend, lots of people uh, from Jersey have that. I had a friend called Le- Guy Lemaitre from Jersey. Good, and good uh, there's a lot of Le, le thingies, weren't they? But Michael is that French for tax evasion? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is just, oh, <laughs> Le Bourgeois. Um, but uh, absolutely gutted that Wasps are out because they really deserved it and they really played well. And I think Clermont, I think they're, I don't, I think they're a bit dodgy if they, um, yeah, yeah, they did find a way to win, but they do blow well, hot and is, cold, don't they? They did this against Munster. Law, this, is, this comes to my law change oh, that I think yes. we should um, definitely think about bringing in, if I can just Man, get in touch French with some of the teams TV companies. European, sorry, no, I think, I think if it's going to the death like that, right, and mm. it looks, and, and the game is really, really good, and... I think if the, if the TV ratings are above a certain amount of time, they should feed that information onto the pitch and go, give them another 10 minutes. It, people are loving this at home. Give them, an, give them another, add, add 10 more minutes onto this game because I think this is, this is people want to see it. I, I think that would be a very, very good TV So you're serious. You, you ridicule me. 
yeah. getting the ball over the line and not grounding it, and that is, is your ridiculous. suggestion of a rule change. That's a very so, good rule change. So no, it's mine not is an interactive TV rule. The game isn't no. being run by TV companies. Now, if you get to the, you get to like minute minute seventy nine, and it's like thirty two thirty one, and and they're really still going at each other. Get the get the production van, feed it onto the ref. This, the, the ratings are going through the roof. They're over, blah, 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 blah. Give them another 10 minutes. The people want to see this. And all right, it will have a Absolutely. knock-on effect of the schedules of the TV schedules for the later on in that day, but it doesn't matter. They can save a bit of time later on with the news and what have you. Take that out. But they should be allowed to just keep giving the public what they want. That is, that's how you serve the public. You do realise that I'm really serious about my rule changes, you I know, brought it's in a thing here. There is no way that anybody's going to. This absolute. I'm. I'm actually quite angry with you because <laughs> this is rubbish. You know Mine it's rubbish. Modern, no coach will ever go. The advertisers we, we would to love play it. The minutes. advertisers would love it. The TV companies would love it. But it takes the, away the uh, nature the of sports. The audience would love it. Imagine that. Imagine getting to 79 minutes and it was announced on the on the screen. This match will continue for another 10 minutes. You'd be like, lovely, brilliant. Utterly, you know I think you, you've just come here trying to bring in a, your own rule change, and you haven't thought up anything sensible. That's like a move. You a, don't. The, the game is that length of time, and that is you know. Oh, there's three minutes to go. Can we hang on, or can we win? That's why the excitement is. There can't be a sort of Dan's rule. We're going to play ten minutes more unless it's a draw, and then you play extra time. Yeah. It's a ridiculous. Yeah, well, that could be good. Like a draw would be good. Like play extra time for a, for a draw. But I think exactly. If it's connected to TV ratings, then I think that's very exciting. People are loving this game, and then you feel part of a community when you're watching it. Oh, everyone's watching this game. Are they going to give us another ten minutes of it? I think that's quite. I think that would be a. That's that's why I. I think I'm quite innovative. I think I am innovative. But no, I think that's... that you're a little bit weird. You know, with your rule changes, mine is pure innovation. It's just utterly. Uh, I'm. Just, for me, you're disrespecting the whole. Let's bring in new laws section of the podcast the sh- with that. The show. I really think. I really think you've disrespected it by making it ridiculous. Of course, no I, one's going to be going. Everyone's watching it. This is rugby. It's always going to have minority viewing. It's never. <laughs> it may be football if half the country was watching. But also, what's the point of watching till the players drop or till it's so? So <laughs> well, you that's ruined- what the gladiators used to do. In, the, in that's all this is. Like it's just a version <laughs> of like you know, like, gladiatorial battle, isn't it? You know, all right, keep going, keep going until one of them faints, you know, passes out. <laughs> but yet you're the person that cares so much about all the, I do all the stuff about keeping the game safe. Yeah, well, I think it would be safe. You just have to, because everyone would be knackered to the same extent. It's only, it's like, it's not 10 minutes isn't like, it's not, it's not ages, is it? It's just a nice little add-on at the end you of the game. You can't change the length of the game. And also everybody will be offended when they don't change the length of the well, game. Going, Wasn't Barnes that good enough? Disagree. Well, so you weren't impressed you by that? that game that lasted 100 minutes that he refereed? Yeah, that was incredibly yes. boring. Was that Wayne Barnes? It was Wayne Barnes, was it? Was Wayne, it Wayne Barnes, was it? yeah. It went on yeah. and on and on and on and on. Until France beat Wales. So actually, that was kind of worth it. <laughs> it was France Wales, wasn't it? Let's keep the keep, keep the game going until keep, Wales keep lose. Yeah. I really don't I don't have it in for the Welsh, by the way. I think I've got a love hate I've got a love hate thing with I've realized well, I have a love hate thing with Ireland and Wales, but not so much with Scotland. With Wales I have a love hate thing because I grew up playing at London Welsh and being one of the only English kids and getting loads of abuse. And then Irish, Ooh. my wife is Irish. So that's why I have a hang-up about Ireland and Wales. I've just realised that. Sorry. Um, so mm. Wasps absolutely gutting. Oh, this is another thing about one-eyedness. Exeter Leon. Did you watch any of this? I did watch this game. Okay. I did watch Tell Exeter me I'm Leon. mad. Am I mad to find Exeter really boring? Is it just me being very <sighs> one-eyed? That I just yes. think there's a, too much pick and go. One-eyed. Too much about forward dominance. Leon were like 14-0 up when they were 10 minutes Rubbish. gone. Leon, Leon scored two cracking tries to exactly. start with, right? It was exciting. Uh, Exeter have been, Exeter, uh, you know, by their own admission, have been struggling with motivation and what have mm. you. And I think Leon scoring two tries early on was the best thing that could have happened to Exeter on this occasion yeah. because they just 
came firing out of the blocks going, right, we've got to turn this around. I think they played some brilliant rugby. But there was really still a lot rugby. of, oh, let's get it out. Johnny Hill scored two tries, which we know what those are from. Those God, are from, can you, you imagine know, how many tries more. they would have scored under your law change? Jesus yeah. Christ, it would have been a basketball score. No, exactly. I don't mind basketball scores in rugby. That's great. And I'm not, I do think Exeter are coming to the boil at just the right time. And it is annoying me, but I do have a big chip on my shoulder about Exeter as a team. So I just think I, I tend know. to forget the good tries they score and tend to go, oh, it's so another pick and go. It's another catch and drive from the line out. It's another roll over the was, line. Was the, is this one eyed? Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is, because any neutral would say that game was really good and Exeter played some very, very good rugby. It really yeah, did I, play well. Yeah, I mean, I, I still really, really, really hope. I mean, I'd loved it if this week Exeter had gone out and Bristol had stayed on. We Bristol are everybody's favourite team or favourite yes. second team, and uh, it is a bit gutting. <laughs> It is a bit gutting. It is a bit boring. You only get to stay on if you play well enough. Exeter played very, very well. And Bristol no, they did play well. And I do think team. they're going to be there. They're going to be right up there again. Oh, they're playing Leinster next round, which is so hard for me because, again, I'm caught between hating Exeter and Leinster being an Irish team and my wife being Irish. Lockdown's not yeah, going what well. What does that mean Dan? then for you and Leinster? Just because, you, you can't possibly support them. Yes. Because, no, I do. I, no, do you know what? I find... Um, some of the nastiest things I've heard from crowds have been Leinster and Munster and Ulster crowds, actually. Mm-hmm. Irish club teams, mm-hmm. I find some of the nastiest comments. That's that's just my personal opinion. I'm sure people have even found Sarri's fans saying horrible things, when in fact we're probably I the nicest fans that have yeah. ever been in Britain. No, yeah. we are very nice fans. Um, but I well, just, I mean, that's fine. Because they're going to be incredibly defensive next year when they come oh. back up to the Premiership. I'm going to be, imagine? I'm going to try, I, oh, I don't know if towards crying. that, but I'm going to, uh, honestly, you must come with me to a game and stop me drinking because I think I could get a bit I'm leery. I could I get you, very. I think you will. No, Exeter <laughs> against Leinster will be a hell of a game. It really will. And then there's, there's these arguments going on. Will Leinster be helped by having a week off because they couldn't play too long? And who are furious, aren't they? Because that player, no other, nobody else tested positive. It was one player. Um, yeah. But, was it Leinster Toulon that was, that was cancelled? Yeah, Leinster Toulon. So now it's going to be Exeter Leinster. Weirdly, so, Exeter so again have... So what's happening? Toulon are out? Yes, they probably would have lost to Leinster. I, Leinster, Leinster Exeter will be a brilliant game because Leinster will, yeah, will. be fully fired. And I quite like confident watching Leinster they, play. Sorry? I like watching those, I love watching those Irish teams play. Those, yeah. The, the Munsters and Leicesters. And, and Sexton's and- on fire. If he, I don't know if he's... He will be playing, I assume. Um, so I think. No, the I think BFG's the BFG still have managing them, isn't he? Who? Sorry, the the BFG Leo Cullen. Leo Cullen is he? Was he called BFG? Are you just well, he making looks things like up. BFG, doesn't oh, he? Oh God, yes, he does. Yeah, oh, God. just like the BFG. You're very good. You're very good. At, I didn't realise how much he looks like the BFG. Um, I'm very anyway. good at identifying people that look like the BFG. No, you're just very good at, at, at looky-likeys. I'm very impressed. Oh, yeah, no, um, I'm good at that. One uh, of I my skills. Think, oh, I've, oh, no, it's not actually. It's it's, it's more a sounder-like that, that uh, Mark McCall, the Saracens coach, sounds like Liam Neeson. And he has oh, just yes, that. that's right. That's, that's yeah, that, yeah, well, no. we played well the first yeah. half. It's all that kind of very cool, oh, very gravelly right. kind of very cool. I, don't um, I have a certain set of skills. I have a certain set of skills, certain set of players who are completely legally paid for and shouldn't be shot down. <laughs> yeah, um, finally, so, finally, let's highlight that, please. No, use that as a video clip. No, shut up. Exeter, so Exeter, Leinster, seriously. That's going to be the game of the week next week. It's got to be. That's, that'll be really exciting. Very quickly running through the other games. Gloucester, La Rochelle. Uh, La Rochelle, see. yeah, La Rochelle, good, but I don't think they're going to win. Uh, well, no. the French sides are on fire, aren't they? Yeah, but no Brice Doulin for La Rochelle, the guy that messed up in the Scotland-France game. Oh, yeah. Is he going through some sort of nervous breakdown? I'd never play oh, rugby probably. again if I was him. Ronan O'Gara is one of the... La- Do you have a thing? I don't like Ronan O'Gara. Why not? I just I like don't him. like him. He just seems he just seems dour Rush. and a bit unpleasant. In that, I mean, do oh, you, no. I, I just find I, I said I have a thing against people that I mean I'm a sort of forced nut smiley person. I do it for social reasons. I don't like people. Everybody, who don't. everybody says how what a great coach he is and how well he's doing, and he's a potential uh, France uh, Ireland coach. Um, oh, in the totally. future. I'm sure he is. But do you ever get the feeling just going, but I don't it's, like but it's, your, don't it's, it's the man that you take issue with, his personality. I have the same thing with Alan Wynne-Jones. I 
possibly have the same thing. <laughs> a little. All these people, <laughs> all these really successful rugby players. Who else don't you like? Just, uh, just like off, okay, off uh, uh, on a whim. Okay, I, I, there's literally one person I'm too frightened to say because he's a legend of rugby, and I don't want to say it. It's not a Saracen player, <laughs> or um, I, just people that just don't seem to be do... very nice people. If you uh, are a great of a sport, if you're a great, if you're great at a sport, you can be incredibly unpleasant and still be respected. Any other part of life, you'll just be hated. But if you can be well, a genius, you, were, you can be. Maybe you were great because you were unpleasant. You know. Maybe you were oh, great at the sport because you were unpleasant. That, that's yeah. yeah, it's one of those things you need, isn't it? Alex Ferguson, same thing. Of he is a legend of the game. Everybody remember he was a stirry little so and so, wasn't he? As a manager, I know, but I like. I think I think deep down he's nice. You hear all the stories of him around, like uh, Old Trafford, and how he knew everybody's name down to the canteen staff cleaners, okay, and how much respect yeah. that they treat. That he but, treated but, them, but with. it's it's those fortress personalities. They're nice to everybody within their group, or they're fair mm. to them, but they're very unpleasant to it. They they, they seem what to is, lose yeah, a sort of a, a, an essential yeah. part of humanity, which is a bit of politeness, even to your opposition, isn't it? I think that's the thing about sport, though, isn't it? It's just if you're if you're a sportsman at the top of your game, is you are completely defined by winning. That's yeah. it. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing else. That's there's the nothing problem. else. And I think, yeah, no, I do. And I, it's not very I, I do understand that probably. And I'm, I have nothing personal against Ronan O'Gara. I've never met him or anything. <laughs> and I don't want to set up another person. <laughs> Sounds who like I you meet. really have some got something personal against. Yeah, actually, him. that's. Do you know what I? No, I wouldn't have this about Dan. But I met Dan bigger, and I so I like him because I've met him. And right, yeah. he and has he quite nice a competitive you. edge. But actually, he seems like a no. He's got a twinkle in his eye. Do you remember those play, players? Just seem not. They just seem they're okay. Um, Talking of no, Dan bigger and Welsh fly halves, I see Gareth Anscombe is on the comeback trail. Oh, is he? That's been out yes. for like two years, virtually. Yeah, he's out with a very bad knee injury, and then something happened, and he got either re-injured or he got a massive setback. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure he's close to uh, a return now. So that can only be good for Wales. Exactly. Well, we, I wonder if they could qualify, we could get one of their fly halves for England. Okay, so I'll start being nice to people now we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, okay, so qu- just quickly, Gloucester Larochelle. Yeah, Gloucester. This guy George Barton looks very good for Gloucester. By the way, the new the, the fly half there. He did he did very very well. Um, Gloucester oh, gave it a well, good he's go. Not, he's not. He, he isn't. Um, Adam Hastings is going to Gloucester, isn't he? Yes, of course he is. Oh, good point. Yeah. Forgot about that. But also, uh, Rhys Samet was injured in the warm up. I think all right beforehand. So oh, no. so Gloucester were just. It just was. They were just never going to win. And uh, and well played La Rochelle and. Uh, you know, I just, I just think La Rochelle again, another nice club could be there, but I, I still think it's going to be Exeter Racing anyway in the final. Yeah. But we're jumping Same ahead. Bordeaux, favorites. Bristol, Claremont, oh, Claremont, surely? No, <laughs> they lack consistency for me. No. He's so completely right. lacking any real knowledge at all. But Claremont, all your predictions have been they nearly wildly lost to inaccurate. Wasps. I'm going to say Claremont's going to win. They, no, they lost that game to Munster. There's no way Claremont's going to win. They actually lack, They uh, to me, To me, they, they they just aren't a scary side to play. Bordeaux, Bergler. I bet they win. Um, beat Bristol Bears. Completely disgraceful. I um, You could tell. Do you, I, I love, do you know the Bordeaux captain's name? Do you know what his name is? Poirot. No. A front row. Oh, well, there you go. He, he, so you have he, to be he careful. Unpicked, he unpicked exactly. the Bristol defence. I think yeah. I have found a way to beat the team. You know, it's all, that's, yeah, it's all the sort of things. Of, uh, imagine what the, them, the team talk. I have gathered you here get together. Get in behind them, monsieur. Yes. <laughs> they are Bristol. They are very good, but we will find a way yeah. to yeah, beat them. the flanks, of no, course, monsieur. of course. We, yes, we, we have to defend like our lives <laughs> depended on it. If it's all that, so, anyway, I think... Um, That's very much David Suchet's Poirot you're doing there. Yeah. Whereas it, Euston off would have been a little bit more flamboyant. Yes. Like that. You remember Peter Euston off's yes. Poirot? Or do you remember um, <laughs> what about Albert Finney's ridiculous makeup oh. for uh, Murder on the Orient Express, the original? Remember that? Did he have a fake nose? Finney. 
He just had a whole fake whole chin thing, and Kenny Everett used to make fun of it and had to vote. Anyway, oh, it, I it do was half his that. face when wasn't he had moving. A, he had like a strange kiss curl. Yeah, yeah, it was like Poirot with a stroke. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was half his face oh, wasn't. Yeah. Um, it was slightly That's ridiculous. Funny. But yeah, but anyway, um, uh, I'm just gutted Bristol are out. I'm fed up. They did have players out. Steve Luatua wasn't there. Um, hmm. But I just, they they, they, did, they didn't get going. But Bristol have been a bit dodgy recently. They have been scraping results and winning in the last 10 minutes, being 14 points down. And they couldn't um. do that against Bordeaux. And you, if you do look, there's almost definitely... Um, a knock-on before a crucial try from Bordeaux, which sort of took them way beyond it. It would have put them down to 13 men, I think, because basically they're... Is it Higginbotham or something? Higginbottom? Higginbotham, I think, the number eight lunges out and the the TMO only got two angles on it. You couldn't see the hand making contact and there's a French television director deciding how many angles they get. It's absolutely disgraceful. But when they say French TV directors do this the whole time that they just go, you can, you can, oh, I you can have two angles. We only have just, two angles. It is ridiculous. <laughs> so I it's, do. I would do that. But it's just disgraceful. There's two angles you can't see so the referee can't make a decision so he doesn't make a decision and then the French mm. go down the other end and score and it's or Bordeaux. I was dude. concerned about that try where it, where um, he gave it on field and he said, and he grounded the ball mm. over the over the line, and it looked it looked to me like he had. I mean, yes, he grounded the ball, but it didn't look like he grounded it over the line. But because he'd given the try on uh, on the field, oh yes, he had to give. That, that's but an interesting me, that's rule, fine, that, but- isn't it? Yeah, but to me, that's it's it's all about just you know you know what my feelings are on this. You should give it anyway. He deserves it. He's oh, over yeah. the line I with know. the ball. Even if you're five yards out, you should just give the try. No, no, I, he's, I know. he's over the line. He's he deserves the try. Some little bit of old just, just for effort. Just for well, effort. but it is. It's, you constructed the try, and because some little sods got underneath, or maybe managed to hold him up, it no, doesn't. It's care. not that he just hadn't grounded the ball over the line, and that. Yeah, I mean, that's like. That's the All rules. The, I promise you. I think that rule changes. I think the rule changes goes to come. And I honestly, we'll, we'll be. It'll be twenty years time, and I'll be calling you, going, "I bloody said this," and I was the only yeah. person saying it all that time ago. Uh, we don't want to have this row. We've had this row three times in a row because you will not accept it, and you can't oh, provide a good concede. reason why you shouldn't. I won't concede um, it. You won't concede it. No, but I just no. thought. Um, If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Sorry, I'm just going through the... Through your notes. I, I, I do, uh, you know, I don't think Bordeaux will get to the final. Uh, no, I don't I think don't Bristol either. would have done. I think Bristol do aren't quite clicking in the right way, but hopefully they can now concentrate all their efforts on stopping Exeter winning the premiership. So that's good. Yeah, that's so it. So they can nice. just go nice. all Spoken out for like that. A true gentleman. Be, get everybody, you know, Ben Earl and Max Malins hopefully will come back from injury. So you know, you're welcome, Bristol. You can have Max your Saracens Malins? loans. And, um, oh, he got injured just before the England game, didn't he, Max yeah. Malins? Yeah, so mm. I, I, I just, you know, it shouldn't have been this tight. It should, I mean, I know they were away from home, but I think Bristol were the better team, or, or should have been the better team with who they had on the field. So I'm. But yeah, that's the angry. thing, though, isn't it? Like uh, winning those games, it just takes it takes a few years to work out how to how to how to win those games. It, yeah. it really does. In it's like a psychological rugby. shift, isn't it? It is. Yeah, sort it of, is. It is. Which, just bring us on to the last game of the of the Heineken's Cup games that we actually saw. Scarlets versus Sale. Do you see yeah, any I of this? I saw this game. Yeah, I saw the whole thing. I tell, oh, you what, I tell you what struck me actually watching this game, and something I don't think I had really considered before, is how fast Faf de Klerk is. He is so quick. You see some of those rush... Because, like those coming up in defence. Mad little I mean, thing coming up. He's... Flies up, doesn't he? He's so. I so love watching him, and I'm assuming he's going to be picked for South Africa against the Lions. Yeah, I assume he's going to be the. But I just know I'm going to hate him when he's the opposition, and I do hate. I hate him. I just can't watch him and go. I love you, but I know I will hate you when when we're playing against you because he's he just looks annoying. He just everything he does is, but he's so bloody good. And again, he shouldn't be called fast because he doesn't fast. Just flatten him, and he goes. Oh God, yeah. (laughs) But of course, of course, he wasn't injured. Nothing could destroy Uh, him. Of course, and also his legs went in all sorts of strange. Oh, I would have been retired oh, you forever. Have, you would have retired from the game before. But again, you, I have hypermobility, and I should probably. I would have had that put on my shirt, going, "Don't crunch this player because he will just be fall kind apart. to me. Be kind <laughs> to me, please. Be, be gentle. <laughs> Imagine having that put Be gentle. Lots of medical issues with this player. Um, but I do. I do. I. I. I, I love watching. I love watching Clerk when I'm sort of on his side, or I like. I did how did he get away to, with that? How did he get away with just basically? You're not allowed to tackle the nine, and he just he just crunched him. Didn't he have his hands on the ball and pick the ball up or something? And that's was it actually a penalty? No, he, like, no. he, he didn't. He was he was allowed. He just waved it on. And said no, it was okay. So I, mm. the ball wasn't out. It was at the base of the ruck at the uh, the second row's feet, and yeah, he had his hands on it. But you're not allowed to touch the nine when they're doing that. No. He just absolutely flattened him, got away with it. It was weird. Again, two quite extraordinary funny to watch. Two extraordinary people because Jake Ball looks like something out of Lord of the Rings, doesn't he? Yeah, with massive beard, uh, and then yeah. the clerk with his ridiculous seventies kind of. Was that David Cassidy? Also looks look? like something out of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he does it. He looks like something. <laughs> of course, he does. He looks like it was a Hobbit against a dwarf. Wasn't it? Mm. There were big dwarf in Jake Ball. He, or was, an orc. he looks like the dwarf in, in Lord yeah, of the yeah, Rings. Or an orc, like yeah. Um, he looked but like I he should be carrying so a mallet a real... or something, didn't he? But, yeah, do you, Faf de Klerk makes me understand people who feel a certain way about Owen Farrell. They hate him when he's playing for Saris and love him when he's playing for England, if they're England fans. Well, they don't love him, but they they go, he's on our team, or yeah. we hate him. He's just one of those players, and you know they must be yeah. good because they really rile. Consistently yeah. and good I just, player. I, I thought Faf de Klerk was fantastic. He, he wasn't man of the match, was he? He wasn't player of the match. I think, no, that was Akka van der Merwe. Akka van der Merwe, who all oh, those weeks ago, forces. I mentioned, don't you love, I love Akka van der Merwe. He is the way I want to be built as a man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's kind of stocky <laughs> and tough and just all muscle all round. What's he called? The angry is he warthog. The, is he the, he's the hooker, isn't he? Akka van der yeah, Merwe. Yeah, he's the hooker and, and brother, of, <laughs> brother of Duhan van der Merwe. But and he again, scored that try from the back of the line out. Yeah. And, and powered over the line. Really strong man. Absolutely, just just brilliant, and he was, and you just, and also just another mention for sale before we get on to how bad Scarlets were. AJ McGinty, 
AJ yeah. McGinty got <gasps> kicked name. 11 from 11, kicked some amazing conversions, did some amazing stuff, scored tries. I don't know how many, but he broke some point scoring record, didn't he, or something. Um, that's an interesting situation. He is so good. I mean, he is 30 now. Maybe he's kind of a late bloomer because I've thought he's sort of been around, but he's never been talked about as that special. So he's an Irishman, but went to college in America and now is in America. You know, he plays for America. And yeah. I always think about him of going, you know, would he, does he ever think, oh, I could have played for Ireland? But actually, probably not, because he was the Sexton era. He probably would yeah, never no have got a look in. No could have played for Ireland. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So probably he's absolutely right to have, been, to have been playing for the USA, which again is my, you know, is my thing about certain players like Marcus Smith. Marcus Smith might be better off to play for playing the for the Philippines through his Filipino dad. I think dad. he's going to get a run out. I think he's going to get a go, Marcus Smith. He maybe will, yeah, maybe will do. But um, but also, Scarlets, what, why? I, I mean, I had a theory that I said on this BT Sport thing, I did a little thing about that maybe all the Welsh players coming, 166 international caps for sale, 605 caps for Scarlets. So all those international players returning, but I think... Possibly all those internationals had used up all their fluky luck playing for Wales and it had all gone. <laughs> yeah. So they had no, it basically, was karma payback. was smashing them down. And all the Liam Williams and Ken Owens and all Jake Ball and Gareth Davis and all the players coming, but they just were rubbish. But what is it about yeah. Welsh teams? Why are they so bad? I saw this in 2020. Went, no, they all went got to, beaten, didn't they? Yeah, all the well, Welsh sides got beaten this year. I don't this, want to bring up Saracens again. Saracens took a below strength team to play Ospreys when I last. This is one of the last away matches I went to for Saracens. Beginning of 2020. We go to play Ospreys. Alan Wynne Jones is coming back from injury but plays. George North was on the field. We get a player sent off five minutes into the game. We played the whole game with 14 players and beat them at home Good and God. you just go Good why God. were Ospreys so bad what is it about Welsh rugby you know Irish teams are good Irish teams they have about four teams in Ireland four, is it four teams in Wales what is it Dragons Scarlets yeah, yeah. Ospreys and um, Cardiff it's and, Cardiff and they're just so bad but maybe they've just lost too many players to the English game there's you know there's bigger they're at Northampton they? they're Fala probably just, like Bath. hung over and you know they invest emotionally a lot in the national side. Well, so maybe I, this is the amazing thing about Wales, that they just do turn up and play brilliantly for their side, which is what's great about rugby. But also one of the problems is, I don't know I don't know if I like the fact that international rugby dominates, the international game dominates rugby, or whether I hate it and there should be more, we should be putting much more into club rugby because it does still, doesn't it? There's this thing of you go to club games and there's 10,000 people watching. You go to internationals, there's always 80,000. 80,000, yeah. And that was the other thing exactly. I noticed. Go where when the money the crowds is. Were in, no, with, with the Ospreys game against Saracens, this was a European game and it was a, it was a what's it called? City, the, the Swansea City Ground is, yeah. is it called City yeah. Ground? Anyway, that's where Ospreys were playing. 5,000 people in or something. It, it was literally Saracens with the away team and it was almost depressing. like we had more fans. Um, yeah. So, I just, I think a little rant there, a little ill-informed rant about why is Welsh rugby so <laughs> crap at club Which level? Which won't go in. No, because John, John is... Because <laughs> John's the producer and he's Welsh. Quite rightly, he'll cut the whole thing out. It is weird. But it could potentially be, yes, Welsh teams are rubbish, but... Could be that Sale are go- Sale were fantastic, Sale weren't they? Brilliant. Yeah, like they, they do. Beat, it was they like if they play like that front. against any European side, they'll they'll win. They they were really really good. If they they just click- full of South Africans as well. Yeah, but, it's just one of those sa- funny things they've got but, going. And the, but they're full of that certain type of South African that just is a hard good bastard, really good tough. Up, you know, Where's they're ben very Curry? exciting. Where's Ben Curry? What's he up to? I think at the he's moment? got Why an injury or just him and Thomas swapping. And one of them is pretending to be injured. Oh, yeah, and it might have been Ben yeah, Curry exactly. turned out. We'd never know. We um, don't. We'll never know. Maybe Ben Curry had a very <laughs> good game know. against Scarlets. <laughs> maybe he played, maybe he didn't. Maybe it was Tom. Oh, who have Sale got in the next round? La Rochelle. La Rochelle. Oh, and they've got to play him for. Oh, that's a tough one. But they could yeah. really turn up. I really think. Tough game. La Rochelle, tough of course, game. have maybe. the great Will Skelton made and improved at Saracens. Um, Great player. No, I mean, that will be. I just think. I hope Sale do well. And again, they've got that. You know, Alex Sanderson's doing such a good job with them. And I think, hey, basically, I like everybody apart from Harlequins and Bristol in uh, Harlequins and Bristol, Harlequins and Exeter, Exeter in English rugby. Know, yeah. I just realised I'm going. Yeah, I really like Sale, and I really like Bristol. Um, and I, I think really you're mad hope- keen on wasps. Are you? 
I'm quite keen on wasps. No, I am. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm not okay. a sort of... I have You're really silly reasons. No, but this would all be ruined. All be ruined by once fans Incredibly are back. Rude. If I go to an away game at Wasps and I hear unpleasantness <laughs> or horribleness, then they're gone. And that's what. <laughs> well, mate, you're gonna you're gonna end up hating every other. I will end up hating everybody. I will. I will try and go rude. next season. If if Sarries get back, if fans are back, I will try. The big test for me will be going to Ashton Gate to watch Sarries play Bristol away because I'm hugely fond of Bristol. Yeah, if I hear it, horribleness. From Brit- and, I, and also I, I, Saracens will play in their boring way where they just sort of choke the life out of teams and Bristol will try and play. The, I, and then it's, then it's very conflicting, isn't it? We don't know how traumatised Saracens are going to be from the last year. I don't. I expect nothing of them. I just love them. I just love them yeah. unconditionally. It's, okay. you know... It's it's like a it's like a relationship. You love them even when they're past their best, even when they rebuild it, whatever. But very quickly, shouldn't we just go through Racing ninety two Edinburgh utterly? Oh. Racing, Racing or okay, but Racing beat them fifty six three. So you know, ridiculous. Yeah, I think, but there's some of these are not anomalous scores that are happening though. I think because of the lack of crowds, I think that does make a huge difference. The big difference is actually, could we just answered it? Why are Scottish teams and Welsh teams rubbish? Because they let too many players get poached by English and French teams, and the Irish don't. Also, okay. just one other game that I never saw: Munster to lose. Um, which was uh, meant to be a real cracker, and that was one I really wish I'd seen, and I didn't see it. Do you want my quick, li- my definitive Lions team? My first fifteen team for the Lions is Hog, Adams. Oh no, Reece Samet at fourteen. Um, thirteen is uh, thirteen is Henshaw, Robbie Henshaw. Uh, Twelve is Farrell. Eleven is uh, Adams. Uh, 10 is, I'm literally what we're doing. 10 is Sexton. Nine is Gareth Davis. Eight is Falatau. How different is this from our original ones? Eight is Falatau. Seven is Curry. Six is Tagburn. Uh, five is uh, Alan Wynne Jones. Four is Itoje. Three is Furlong. Two is Owens. And one is uh, Wynne Jones. That will definitely be the starting 15 for the Lions. That's all for this week. We've sorted out Europe. We know it's going to be Racing or Exeter again in the final, probably. Um, and uh, European Challenge Cup, I don't know who's going to win that. Probably Ulster. Someone like Ulster's going to win that. Uh, but it's goodbye from Dan, who's had to rush off and look after kids. Um and I have to, I really don't have an excuse to rush off, but I've just wanted to keep talking to keep because I really should do the garden and wash my car. Uh, take care. Speak to you next week. It's goodbye from Dan. It's goodbye from me. Want to get in contact with us? These are the ways to do it. Email it's rugbyjubbly at dltentertainment.co.uk. Twitter is at jubbly rugby and Instagram is rugby jubbly podcast. See you next week. That's all from me. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 